We are live. Holy shit, it's hot, man. Oh, man, it is hot. I'm fucking sweating. I didn't even do anything. We just had visitors from Ontario, and they said that this isn't even hot. They were actually looking forward to it being cool coming here. Well, and this is up. like the same temperature that they've been having, so they're used to this. It's fucking hot up there, man. I just lost like is, 27 pounds. This is abnormally hot. Yep. Look, someone's in the door there. Bye, Vic. Victor. Bye, Victor. We'll miss you, Vic. You won't actually miss him. No, see ya. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Fuck shit. Hey, so what's up, awesome. man? Is it? How are you? Were the fights? This I'm week? good. There was. There was a couple <laughs> fights um, from <laughs> Hamburg, Germany. Oh, you know, I, I think I seen some of it. Did you? Yeah. Okay, I got to tell you something that's really fucking cool. This Go guy ahead. on UFC Fight Pass, his name is Manny Ber- Bermudez. Okay. He won against Davy Grant via spectacular fucking triangle in or, or under a minute. Yeah. Do you want to know what his nickname is? What? So his name is Manny Bermudez. Yeah. His nickname the is triangle. the Bermudez ah, Triangle. I guess the Bermudez Triangle. sly bastard. I love it. I'm impressed. I like that. Pretty cool. Um, just I missed a, the prelims. This coffee has no sugar in it. Well, it says, look look at the top of it. Uh, I have no idea what that scribble says. It says one milk, one sugar. Nope. Well, Tim Hortons, uh, hey man, that I'm bitch at Tim Hortons it. is Listen, this a fucking is, this liar. This is okay, because earlier Derek bought me a coffee that had half coffee, half hot chocolate. Yeah. It was just fucking straight hot chocolate. Oh, gross. So this is the second time they fucked me today. Well, I tell you what, you're not going to the George Street Tim Hortons anymore. Ah, uh, boycott. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> That's wicked. Is someone coming to see you at the door in a minute? Uh, well, yeah. All right. Why? Do you want me to It's just it? it's noisy out there. Is it noisy? Yeah, I mean, I hey, just, shut it a little. just wait till she knocks or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's 13 fights, 10 decisions. It's a good, good card, man. Just a couple notables here. Um, Danny Roberts defeated uh, David Zawada. It was got fight of the night, wicked fight, back and forth. Um, lots of fun to watch. Uh, Marcin Tybura. Out wrestled Stefan Struve to get the unanimous decision. Um, yeah, his striking looked better, man. He see, it seemed like he was finally trying to, you know, get down that range. He's so fucking tall, but he never ever used like front kicks or jabs or anything like that. And he actually was in this fight, but his wrestling just couldn't just couldn't stand up to uh, to to the Polish uh, Polish fellow there, uh, Marcin Tybura. Uh, co-main event: Corey Anderson. Defeated Glover Teixeira. Ooh. Yeah, just uh, out MMA'd him, man. Um, That's cool. Look good doing it. I'm a big fan of his. Also a fan of Glover Teixeira's. But, yeah, me too. Um, Corey Anderson looked impressive. Do you, uh, do you pronounce the X? Teixeira? Isn't it just Teixeira? It might be. I have no fucking idea. It might just be... Teixeira. Or accents. Teixeira. Glover Teixeira? I'm never going to be able to say it again now. It's weird. That's just... Anyway, Corey Anderson looked good doing it, so... Well, that's good. good yeah, you. not bad. So, um, yeah, and then the co-main event, man, did you see... Or, sorry, pardon me, the main event. Did you see that? Did you see what no. happened to Shogun Hua? Uh, like, I seen a bit of it, kind Ooh. of. Like, because, you know, they post on Instagram, you get little clips and stuff before yeah, UFC shuts them all down. He got fucking murdered, man. It's crazy. Like, in the first minute. How long has Shogun been fighting? Like, Ooh, 100 years. A question. 200 years. He's been around a long time. I'm going to look up his, look up his record right now. Mm-hmm. That's something I should know. Um, this is Anthony Smith's second fight at light heavyweight. Uh, what did he used to fight at? Uh, middleweight. Okay. And so in his last fight, he knocked out Sugar Rashad Evans via knockout first round, former light heavyweight champ, and then came into this fight and fucking demolished Shogun, who, who is also a... Uh, 
a former light heavyweight champion in the UFC. So pretty impressive stuff by this guy, man. He's crazy. Yeah, his track is really impressive. Where did he come from? Like, what? He's been around, man. Organization. He's he's been around. Well, he's been in the UFC since I think 2016. I think he debuted on the Cowboy versus Cowboy card. He's one of those 10 year overnight successes that I've missed. Yeah, I think his I think his records like 23 and 11 or something. Okay, wow, good. So he's a journeyman. Yeah, he's he's definitely been around for sure. Uh, Here's something that I just like thinking about that, like that record. Here's something that I would like to see. Sure. And I'm going to put it out there because I wanted to do this before. Sure. And the guy that I wanted to do it with didn't do it. Right. Um, For for no fault of his own. Uh, We were both young. We weren't sure if it would work. So it was like a half fear, half just non-starter. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll try it with Drake. But this is what I want to do. I want to get someone into pro MMA and pro boxing. Yes. At a young age. Yes. And then just get them to fight as much as they can medically cleared fight. Sure. And try to see how much money they can make yearly as a business doing it. Taking all fights. Yeah. Not trying to pad your record. Yeah. Not worrying about your record. Right. Losses, wins, who cares? Yeah. Every pro boxing match you can get and every MMA match you can get. Yeah. Trying to get sponsorships and then make it into like a YouTube show. That's interesting. Right? Like, here's here's my, my cons... Like, I don't want anybody getting hit in the head fuck tons. Right. Okay. That's, but, that's my only con about yeah, it. Yeah. But, like, people are doing it anyway. Yeah. So. No, you're right. You know. For sure. Um, take somebody and see if they can make a living just being a journeyman fighter. Yeah. Not trying to be a journeyman, like, 20 and 0, not trying to pad your record. Yeah. Taking every single fight you can, fighting pro boxing and pro MMA. Yeah. Like, boxing, I know you get paid more. Oh yes, when, definitely. When we started fighting pro, we were getting three hundred to show, three hundred to win. Yeah, that's. And I know boxers with zero record walking in for eight hundred to show, eight hundred to win. Oh, easily. That's crazy. Easily. Yeah, there's just um, so much more money in it's, boxing. It's it's surprising to me how big that gap still is as yep. far as pay wise. It's fucking insane. And um, yeah, there's a lot of people complaining because I guess Dana just gave his son an interim championship for turning fucking sixteen. Gave him a car, rented out a bar, yeah. and then fighters still don't have health insurance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, the, the for fight sure. scale is so low, and then Dana bragging to Brendan Schwab about how fucking rich he is. Yeah, that whole thing's fucked up. Um, I don't know, man. And listen, I'm a capitalist, man. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that whatever Dana did, he did it right, he earned that money. Um, I mean, the guy's worth like 400 yeah, million. Yeah, I'm not a socialist at all. I believe that people working for money, earning money, is not a fault. No, of Do course not. Do not blame people for earning the money. I don't care. Just yeah, don't. We, we can't hold that against Dana no. White because he took, people the, do, though. he took the UFC and turned it into something mainstream that 25 years ago we could have never imagined. Yep. You know, you look at it now and it just signed a deal with ESPN for fuck's sakes, man. That's crazy. Exactly. That's insane. Yep. Um, the Fox deal was big. Yep. ESPN is even bigger. This place, this thing is global, yep. probably because of Dana White's pushing, but also the 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 uh, what's the brother's name? Uh, for for the Tita Brothers. For Tita Brothers. Sorry. They're they're gone. They right? sold. They're gone. But yeah. but when they were down and out, they're the guys that that backed Dana and yeah. Well, Dana was a boxer sizer. Yeah, he was, and then he, he, was he a, came a, to the a boxing promoter. Yeah, he said Lionsgate Films is trying to sell the UFC. This was at like UFC eight. Yeah. He said, like, they're yeah, trying to sell. So. They're not doing good. Yeah. Because you couldn't get sanctioned. No. UFCs Anywhere. were happening few and far between. Yeah. Yep. So he was like, I really think this is the future. I think yeah. this will work. Yeah. Did you ever hear the origin story for the UFC? Like, I'm uh, sure I did. Helsin or 
one of the older Gracies. I think it was Horian. Horian. Horian yes, Gracie. it was Horian. Yeah. He came to them at Lionsgate and said, we want to have this competition where guys fight in a fire ring. Yeah. Like a ring of fire, like an actual fucking ring of fire. Shut up and take my money, man. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's my pay-per-view dollars. Yes, here. Yeah. Just, I'll because do up a check for Gracie every pay-per-view. Because come out on top. So that's oh, why they course. did it. Of course. You know? And I mean, it... it to this day. I think Gracie won one, Gracie won two, a ninja yeah. won three because Gracie yeah. broke his hand. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Gracie won four. I, I'm not 100% That was sure, a long time think, ago, man. Yeah, I'd man. have to look it up. I'd have but to research it. the Gracies it. definitely cemented their legacy early. Definitely. I mean, they're the reason, and you, you hear this from top top guys like, yep. um, you know, your, your George St. Pierre's, your Anderson Silva's, these guys that came up watching them, watching the Gracies. And they just seen these guys do it, and they're like, "Hey, I think I can do that." Yep. And now the rest is history. I mean, it's it's an it's an incredible sport where it's been and where it's or where it is now. Mm-hmm. So we can't be mad at at Dana White or or, or anyone about that. Maybe. That's it. Maybe the way he speaks, maybe the way his his approach is, but no one gives a fuck. He's making money, and he's making the people who matter money. Yes. And um, I like it. Um, Shogun made his. MMA debut, November 8th of 2002. He won by knockout via head kick. That's a long time. Good for him. And he was on a three-fight win streak up until this fight. Yeah, three-fight win streak. Hmm. Where was he fighting? Was that that UFC? Yeah, yeah. How do I miss these fights? He was a main event. When? Against who? Anthony Smith. No, for his three-fight win streak. Oh, I'm sorry. One second. Because like, I know a lot uh, he, of people, they'll I'll, lose, they'll go to other organizations, and then they'll so win. He fought, uh, he fought Little Nog, mm-hmm. August 1st, 2015, won by decision. Okay. Uh, beat Corey Anderson by split decision. Corey Anderson, who just fought on yep, the yep. co-main event of the, the Hamburg card, beat him I by see, split yeah, decision. I did see that fight. And then uh, uh, Gian Vellante, Chris Weidman guy. Yeah. Uh, TKO'd him in the third round. Well, that's crazy. I and thought John, Vla- or yeah, John or John. Vla- yeah, I thought he was gonna end up doing like big much things. Better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think he just liked to get hit too much. Mm. Yeah, that's like weird for me. Like seeing somebody going out and wanting to do more striking than they're capable of. Like I. I think people should accept their place a little more. Yeah, well, and don't get me wrong. Some people surprise you. Like you see guys go out there with a, a grappling pedigree, and then they end up like kickboxing the shit out of people. Yeah. But at the same time, you get some guys that go out and they're black belts in jujitsu, and they they want to stand and strike, and then they lose yeah. because they're standing and striking. I mean, you try and like the old Damian Maya. Yeah. Thing, right? I mean, Damian Maya came out and just uh, fucking destroyed George it. Jurgel. Yeah, George Ugel was fucking amazing, and in my opinion, he's still an incredibly talented fighter. Oh, definitely. But he wanted to stand and bang. He should have taken everybody down because his grappling yeah. game was sick as fuck. Definitely. I think he was in a weird transitional period where the UFC was really getting popular, yep. and the fights were really spectacular. Everyone was staying up, beating the shit out of so each other. So he wanted to be that? Probably. Think so? Yeah, maybe. Probably. The other thing, like, like to your point, is... These guys might do fantastic in the gym standing mm. with their guys in the gym, right? Yep. But, like, you get a guy like Shogun, and you get a guy like John Vellante, and they meet, and, like, Shogun, who is a fucking striker, and he's been a striker his entire career, John Vellante has only been at it for a short time on paper. Yep. However, he fought good 
good um, good competition because he's a tough guy. But there's levels to it, and you know that might have something to do with it. Maybe maybe John Volante is in there murking dudes. Levels. It's different like levels. Layers. Layers. Levels. <laughs> Just different levels, man. It's true. That's man. my take. But fuck yeah. knows. I mean, um, I I would love to see everyone fight smart as soon as they start getting hit. Mm-hmm. But you see guys get hit a lot, then they get this reputation that they can just get, that they get in these wars. Yep. UFC invests in them, puts them in these marquee events, then they go out and continue to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, think if Diego Sanchez went out in his next fight and tried to take Buddy down and wrestle him the whole, whole fight. Yeah. He'd go from crazy Diego Nightmare Sanchez to, well, he just, he's doing enough just to get by. Yeah. Same thing happened with GSP. Same thing happened with numerous fighters. Very true. Interesting. Yep. Um, I want to. Then it comes down to what's it worth. Like, do you want to be entertaining, stand and bang, or do you want a padded win? Yeah. Play it safe. Fuck no. It's an entertainment business, but at the same time, like, you don't want losses. But we talked about this before. Like, we'll always watch Cerrone. Oh, 100%. You know, so maybe maybe it doesn't matter when you build that reputation. Maybe you don't have boring fights. Yeah, true. You just build a reputation where people are watching. Like, um, when people go into something with a preconceived notion, they feel like the outcome is going to be blah. The outcome typically ends up blah, mm-hmm. right? You watch a Cerrone fight, maybe you make it exciting because you know it's going to be exciting. Yeah, and I think to a lot of these guys, and they feed them some hungry lions too, like mm-hmm. Darren Till, Leon yeah. Roberts, yeah. or Leon Edwards, sorry. Leon Roberts is a referee, sorry. Um, Leon Edwards and... Um, you know, they build off his popularity and his mm-hmm. stock, you know, like that. Um, so they want to bring it to him. Yeah. So for him, it's money in the bank yeah. because he, he gets these big these big marquee matchups constantly. Mm-hmm. He main events constantly against these young, hungry lions. Like you said, win or lose. Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's exciting. Not only is he tough, he's, he's very durable, but he's incredibly fun to watch standing, which, of course, everyone likes. Everyone yep. loves that shit. So it's funny. It's a it's like a double edged sword kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an interesting point. Hmm. Um, how did that even start? What 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 were we even talking about? I'm not though? sure. I'm not sure either. We really got lost in that. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you listen to podcasts, John? I prefer to watch them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have the thing. It's called a podcast. It is. You watch it? Even it's just a podcast on YouTube. Like once we start recording it, it'll be the same thing. I'm sure people people appreciate. I think putting a face to mm-hmm. the sound. You know, we average about 100 listeners an episode. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Okay, we, it was only our 13th episode, but I bet. I mean, I'm speculating here, but if we had a face to the sound and a face to the voices, it would only up the ante. Cool. I think it it. It's better. It's more enjoyable. You Who's can your see. favorite podcast? I mean, you got to go with with the, with Joe Rogan. Yeah. I mean, he has very interesting guests. He has very interesting, very intriguing views. He's very. He speaks my language only on a higher scale, man. Like cool. he, um, I really enjoy listening to him. Um, I also really like listening to uh, to uh, Brendan Shaw. But he's new to the game. He's fun to listen he's to. He's that fighter and the kid, right? Yeah. Who's the kid? Brian Callen. He's 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 an actor. The pool boy. He might be the pool boy. No, you've never. No. Oh, Mad TV. Okay. Do you remember Mad TV? Of course. So he was the pool boy. Okay. He would dress up in a, just a speedo. <laughs> right. And then this woman would be like. 
poor boy, uh, get me this coin off the ground, and he'd like bend over. So like wearing a speedo. Yeah, he's and wearing shit. a speedo, and he'd be bent over to pick up the fucking the coin, but it's like glued to the ground. Oh, and she's right horny. He's and shit? the pool boy, yeah. Okay, like, that's fu- he's fucking hilarious. He is hilarious. That's one thing I think you you should give. Po- do, you, do you listen? You don't. I listen do not to listen this. to podcasts. You don't listen to us. I don't listen to any podcast. You should start. I've never like sat through a podcast, especially a guy that I enjoys listen to audiobooks. exactly. So that's my point. That was my point is that you like audiobooks, then you yep. should you should give it a try, man. I've been told, and people have told me different things to listen to. I just fucking I just don't have the time. Like I do because yeah. I listen to audiobooks while I'm driving. Right. Well, you can listen to podcasts. Why? I don't fucking want to. I'm learning okay. so much with audiobooks. Yeah, yeah. So it's. it's I like, don't disagree. I don't. Like, should I? Hey, guys, everybody listening, should I listen to podcasts? Like, will it make me better at what I'm doing? Because, am I good? I, you know, I don't know. It might. Oh. Okay. You talk about stuff. I'll Stand be right by. back. I gotta sell. Stand something. by, guys. Can't have to go out and take care of some bidnet. Anyway, I appreciated the fights on the weekend. They were pretty good. Um, hate to see Shogun go down like that. That shit's scary. But uh, Anthony Smith, I'm excited to see him come back and uh, and see what's in store. He called out uh, Alex Alexander Gus, Gustafson for the fight in August. He's uh, Gustafson's without an opponent. So be interesting to see if that they make that happen. That's August 4th weekend, obviously the long weekend here in Canada. Um, Main event is Cody Garbrandt, TJ Dillashaw 2. Good fight. Excited to watch it. Um, Co-main event is Henry Cejudo, former gold medalist at the Olympic Games in wrestling versus the greatest of all time on paper and probably probably skill-wise, Demetrius Money Mouse Johnson for the flyweight title. That's a rematch. Two rematches, marquee. um, Well, I wouldn't call it marquee. I think... um, International Fight Week was supposed to be marquee, but um, this one could be the second marquee of the summer, and um, I'm not sure about the rematch card. Not sure. I'll be watching, trust me. One card I am incredibly excited about is the one coming up this weekend in Calgary, Canada, UFC on Fox 30, Dustin Poirier versus Eddie Alvarez, the rematch from last year. Um, I'm excited, man. That's not all that's on there. You got Jose Aldo and Jeremy Stevens, sorry. Incredible. That's an incredible fight. Um, a fight that Jose Aldo, I believe, he has to win. His back's up against the ropes, and um, Jeremy Stevens is a, uh, excuse me, is a absolute murderer right now. So, um, good fight. And then you have the former strawweight champ, uh, Joanna Jerzejczyk versus Tisha Tiny Tornado Torres. Again, a fight that, you know, Joanna needs to win. There's two fights right there. You know, top caliber um, international talent, former reigning champions. I think Joanna defended her title six times. Jose, even more than that. Um, interesting how both champions are coming off of two back-to-back losses against the same person. Aldo being Holloway, Joanna being Rose, of course. Interesting. It's an interesting move by the UFC. I'm, I'm very excited. The main event is just that fight up until it ended controversially was incredible. Um, I, I look forward to that very much, very much. So I uh, hope you guys tune into that. The whole card from top to bottom, I think on the main card you have Alexander Hernandez, who made his UFC debut 
Last year, maybe, he went up against Manel Dariush and knocked him out viciously in the first round. He's fighting Ob er, Olivier Aubin Mercier. Um, interesting. Interesting fight. Aubin, Aubin Mercier is uh, a TriStar guy, Canadian guy. Look forward to it, guys. Ken's back, so we'll, we'll discuss this possibly. What's up, man? Oh, were you talking about me? Uh, no, actually. Talking about... Look at how uh, one-sided I know. I, well, you were gone. I, I, right, what were we talking about? What did I um, miss? I was talking about the UFC this weekend. You know, the unfortunate part about you talking there, now people are going to be like, fuck, can't you just stay home and let John do <laughs> just all let him, of the podcasting? Just let him come into the yeah, gym. Yeah, like, fuck that Kent up. guy. John is way better without him. Mm -mm. And he should just fucking stay home. No way, man. No, trust me. <laughs> Podcast with one person can get pretty fucking, you know, you People need, so, need it, someone man. to bounce off it for sure. And I just talk about fights all the time. That would yeah. get old, I think. I mean, yeah. there's an audience for sure. But uh, I was talking about the fights this weekend. We don't. Who's fighting this weekend? Okay. Dustin Poirier. Okay. Eddie Alvarez. Love it. Jose Aldo. Ooh. Jeremy Stevens. Wow. Joanna, your check check. Okay. Tisha Torres. That's fucking amazing. It's free. It's in, See, that's it's in Calgary. Than, like, it's in Calgary. Man. I want to go. Let's go. Why isn't Jesse Arnett on that card? Jesse Arnett. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's uh, the big that's cat? That's my big guy. Cat guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, Fuckers. He just Gavin's a, on that card, though. No, he's not. Gavin's not in Calgary? No, he's not. I have it right here. I'll show you. Read me the whole thing. From top to bottom? TJ Laurentis or TJ... There's a TJ guy that should be on that fucking car, too. There's so many good dudes from out that way. I know. No, I know. TJ Laramie. Me. He's going to make big things. Okay. That kid is a fucking savage. Okay, so on Fight Pass, we have Devin Powell versus Alibero Herrera. Hey, Devin Powell he wears on, my uh, fucking gear, man. He yeah. wears Supernatural Survival I've seen gear. that, he yeah. He has the shorts. He fucking yeah, loves he's, them. Yeah, he's opening up the card, which is fun. Man, I'll watch that. I like that dude. Yeah, you know, he's, he's genuinely like a really nice yeah, dude. Yeah, he's super. And he's just down in Maine, so we're definitely going to have him up. Definitely. He's That's not far. super tall, lightweight. I think mm. he's like 6'1 or something. I like him. I, I could be wrong. Uh, Randall Marcos versus Nina Nina Arsenoff. Okay, she's she's good. Then Marcos, and she's Canadian, yep. so we, we support her because yep. we're Canadian. That's right. A. Uh, a. That's our women's strawweight. Nice. Uh, men's flyweight. Dustin Ortiz versus Matthias Nicola. Don't know. I don't. But Ortiz is great. Yeah, he's fun to watch. Scrappy guy. Uh, Rufus Sport guy. Uh, Alexis Davis is uh, women's flyweight versus nice. Caitlin. Chuka, Chuka, I can never say her name, Chukinaganian or whatever Wicked. that girl's name is. Alexis Davis, also Canadian. Uh, lightweight, John McDessie, the bull, versus oh, Ross Pearson. Oh, nice. So that's the end of the UFC Fight Pass prelim card. That'd be a good And then we fight. got, I'm not even going to try and say his name. It's a light heavyweight. Um, he's fighting that Eon Kachabula. Okay. You know him if you see him. Mm -hmm. he, they call him the Hulk. Nice. He's super, super uh, um, fun to watch. At featherweight, Hakeem Dawoodoo versus Dude, mean Hakeem. Yeah. Dude, that dude he, yeah. He's a you, savage. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like people who don't know, yeah, you watch, watch his it. fight. Watch his shit. Uh, when Saturday he night. started, he's Mike Miles' guy. Okay, and when yeah. he started fighting, I honestly didn't think he was going to do very well. Yeah. Just like being judgmental, going in as a strictly Muay Thai guy. Well, yep. a more Muay Thai guy than anything. Right. He, uh, I, I always see pictures of him with Jesse. So yeah. they, they train together. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, but he's just fucking tearing people to bits. Yeah. And he beat my buddy, uh, Mike Malott. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That that never took place in the UFC because no. Mike didn't make this is This is Duadu's first UFC, right? It might be. I'm not I think sure. it is. I, I'll, I'll look it up. I, he's, I, I only have the card here. He is like... Really, savage? Yeah, man. 
cool, man. Yeah. Um, he's fighting Austin Arnett. Is that is that the guy with the Austin. crazy? Or was that Arnold Arnett? Remember Arnold the crazy Arnett super? Arnold Arnett was the super guillotine. Yeah. Austin Arnett, isn't he the one that's dating Paige Van Zandt? No, that's Austin Vanderland, who, oh, okay. who fought last week on Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. He won in the third round after a crazy fight, but he did not get awarded a contract, which is unfortunate. Oh. I'm hey, super hey, impressed. listen. What? He's fucking Paige Van yeah, he, he already won, he, man. He won. He's good. He won at life. Yeah, yeah. He can quit everything now. He yeah. gained two hundred pounds. <laughs> fucking move somewhere yeah. in, in the fucking Alps. It doesn't matter. He won, bro. He won. Um, Jordan Mean, always fun to watch. Yeah, man. man I he's fucking great. love that kid. He yep. retired and came back. I know. Yeah, it's sad that he retired. I'm happy yep. he came back. He's fighting Alex Morano. Okay. Morano's good. Very good. Okay, so that's the the prelims on Fox. Shit, this is a fucking stacked right, card, man. man. And then you start off the card, the main card, with Alexander Hernandez. You know this guy, Alexander the Great. He debuted, I think, earlier in the year. He knocked out Benil, Benil Darius Ooh, in Darius fucking really good. savage manner in the first round, man. Like, almost killed him. He's fighting uh, Olivier, Olivier Aben Mercier. Oh. Tri-star guy. Yeah, he's yeah, great. Chokes everyone with yep. the rear neck. Just, yeah, destroys people. And then, of course, you have uh, uh, Yo- Joanna and Tisha Torres. That's epic card, man. Yeah. Uh, the, the interesting thing with um, Joanna, and I was saying when you just stepped out with uh, Joanna and Jose Aldo, is they're coming off two, two losses in a row each against the same person, hmm. each for the title. Interesting. Yeah, so Jose Aldo, Jeremy Stevens. Epic fucking fight, man. Yeah. I hope Jose, Jose keeps his fucking hands up. He's been around a long time. Um, I'm a big fan, but um, he's, his chin, I believe, is starting to worth in. Mm. Um, and then Eddie Alvarez against Dustin Poirier. I mean, can we just agree that fucking Eddie Alvarez is the most violent man alive? <laughs> he's he's crazy. a savage, man. Like, very, very much a savage. Um, <laughs> lots of fun. Too much fun to watch, man. Mm-hmm. Too much fun. It's... I'm on the edge of my seat the whole time. But yeah, he uh, he likes to fight. His fight with uh, uh, Justin Gaethje, did you yep. see that? It was fucked, man. Yeah, amazing. It was insane. Because Gaethje just, half the time I think he's like unconscious while standing. Yeah, and he might be. <laughs> you know, that's, we go back to the head trauma issue with MMA and combat sports. But yep. He needs, he's fighting James Vick. Oh. Uh, he's, he's main eventing. Yeah, Vick is good. Down in Lincoln, I think, next month on a fight night, but. He's he's a wrestler, man. He's a collegiate level wrestler. He he refuses to wrestle. Again, it goes back to what we were talking yeah, about it's before. Crazy. It's interesting because he's he's an incredible competitor, but he's he he gets like load into these wars, man. It's crazy. Anyway, I hope he changes his game up. It's exciting to watch, but for for his history in the sport or his uh, his future in the sport, I think he should start. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe wrestle a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so all in all, though, that's good. I'm super that's excited an incredible for this I can't wait to break them I'll down watch next that week. Whole fight. Yeah, you should. You, like you the whole should. the whole event. And then we can come in and actually discuss it, like we both watched it. Yep. For and once, it'll be like I'm participating. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of just like being here, going, oh, oh cool. cool. Yeah, that's, I like him. That sounds like sounds good, man. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you catch bits and pieces of yeah. things. Yeah, for sure. It happens for sure, and I understand. <laughs> Um, you have kids and shit, man, and it's 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 not easy to sit down and. It's really and not. Watch. And Tori, man, you fucking kid just don't want to sleep. Yeah, see. Carly goes to sleep at like eight every night. It's great, and then Tori will be up until eleven. That's late, man. She's, yeah. She's Tori's the youngest, so that's. Yeah, really and I'll be late. like, okay, it's time for bed. She's like, I'm not tired. How do you argue with that? 
Well, I mean, you know what it's like. Yeah. I know what it's like. I'm not fucking tired either. Yeah. All well, right, let's, let's go. watch some TV. Yeah. What do you want to watch? Yeah. Fuck it. You can help me sort my gear. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Was Carly like that? Carly not sleep? Uh, she yeah. She was Tori's age? Yeah. Well, same thing. Carly didn't sleep through the night until she was like fucking four. Wow. That's and sad. then she moved into our room with us. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Tori and her are four years apart. Same birthday, four years apart. Yes, that's right. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. I find that fucking crazy. That's yeah. just weird how shit like Madness. that happens. Yeah, for sure. So at least I don't have to remember many birthdays, because I can't, I can't remember birthdays. I missed my own birthday one year. Yeah. I might I might even remember that. Mm-hmm. You I were home. I was working up in Fort McMurray, and I fucking, I was at the Pepsi plant. Oh, right. And I yeah, was like no. forklifting and shit, and there was no service. And then when I came into a service area... Fucking, there was a bunch of missed calls and shit, and I, it was like before texting. Oh like yeah, call, it was just calling. Yeah, oh yeah, I and, definitely don't uh, remember that. Yeah, like I, uh, I looked at my phone. I was like, "Fuck, someone died." Something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And no, no one died. I just missed my birthday. Yeah, well. Happens. Was it like a monumental birthday? It wasn't your 30th because oh, no, you, you, no, you were home for your 30th birthday. When did I move to Fort McMurray? I moved to Fort McMurray when I was like 19 or 20. Yeah. And then I was up there for for a few years. I. Seven, eight, maybe. So it was one of those yeah. years. So it was between 19 and 27, I guess. Yeah, right on. Because you were 30 when you were here. I remember. Yeah. You just moved home or something, or Where, you, you weren't home. When did home? I move home? Like 2010, and then I started back and forth for a year or two. Yeah, maybe. And then I joined in 2011. Yeah. And, and then, then I, you, I only left once since then, or I, nunce? I think it might be nunce. I think you never left. Okay. Since I've met you, you never left. Oh, that's... It's nice. It's romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just stay, I guess. Just the way it goes, man. So All right, we, so we're at the halfway point, so we'll do the Q&A? Yeah, we got some good ones, too, man. Let's uh, let's jump right into it. All right, good. Um, I had one that I wanted to start with <clears throat> right away because it's kind of like, you know, <clears throat> patting my gear on the back. But sure. um, somebody asked me about sponsorships. They sent me a message, and they asked, like, will you be sponsoring fighters? And uh, no. No, I won't. I, I may sponsor one or two people someday down right. the line, but that will be based solely on relationship, not on anything else. Sure. Like, if I like somebody, I might give them some free gear. Or I've, if it's one of your guys. Yeah, I've yeah. sent out free gear. Like, um, Mike, uh, he's ordered a few times, so I sent him some free shirts. Uh, Sile, uh, he did a design, some designs for me. I sent yep. him a rash guard. I, yep. You know, like... Uh, because Jitsu, my buddy Drew, I just sent him a rash guard. I don't know if he got it yet, but I don't think he listens to this podcast, so it won't ruin the surprise anyway. Oh, well. And <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, if I it just, does, sorry, man. Yeah, like some of my buddies, I'll send them free gear and shit, yeah. but not for like a sponsorship. Here's sure. my opinion of a sponsorship. Okay. I run an 18,000 page, a 17,000 page, an 11,000 page a 6,000 page and a 3,000 page. Mm-hmm. And I just started another one on, I got a different phone and set it up so I can start another five. Oh, I just wow. started one called No Gi, No Problems. And I'm going to bring that fucker up to a 10K. You should put that shit on a t-shirt. Well, I'm going to show people No Gi, No Problems. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to show yeah. people, like eventually I'm going to help people out, like building their own pages, building their own brands. But I'm going to bring No Gi, No Problems up to a 10K page. Yeah. And then everybody will be like, man, how do you get all these 10K pages? But here's, here's what I'm going to give you guys. You buy my gear. Mm-hmm. You buy Supernatural Survival gear. Buy whichever one you like. Yep. Wear it in your pictures. I'll share you on Supernatural. I'll share you in my stories, Mm -hmm. 
right? I won't. I probably won't repost you on the big technique pages just a picture because nobody will like that shit. Right. Right. But if you do techniques and they don't suck, yeah. I'll share them on the big pages. Definitely. I have one dedicated to heel hooks, <clears throat> one dedicated to no gi and don't hit you jit, which is majority gi, but I go gi and no gi yeah. on it. Supernatural survival gear. I repost basically anything that you're wearing the gear in. Yeah, and and so that's, I, I'll, that's and something. I'll, sorry to cut you off, no, but yeah, that's that, that's something that you would do regardless if they didn't reach out to you. Like that yeah. that blurb you put out. If you see someone online with your shit on, yeah, tag them and I'll. And that's post a win win, man. Man, hundred percent. Um, yeah, and that's why people are doing it. They're not yep. contacting you probably, but they're, they're, Man, they're doing it. Man, when I it. make those posts, when I go out and I say it's better than a sponsorship, buy yep. my gear, I'll share your shit. Yep. I sell two or three items every post, that's every excellent. time I do it. That's excellent. Like, I can't just spam the internet with that post, but, right. but that's basically where I'm going yeah. with it. My version of sponsorship is you can message me. Because after you buy something from me, we homies. We yeah, chillin'. Sure. Yeah. You can message me, and I'll tell you how to build your audience. Yeah. I will explain to you how I did it. Because, yeah. fuck, do you think it's an accident that I've built over three 10K pages? No, not at all. Haven't bought a fucking follower. <clears throat> Yep, because why would I? I yep. want my followers to buy from me. Yep. So all the like the followers I have, and my main page, well, I guess my second highest page is my personal one. Right. I'm at 17.5. I only follow 964 people. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like, dude, trust me. Buy my shit, mm -hmm. and I'll help you build your brand. Yeah. Your brand. Boom. Your personal brand. Yeah. If you're a club, I'll help you grow your club. Yeah. You know, like... I think it's better than a sponsorship because some other company is just going to give you fucking free shit and then you're on your own. Free stuff and then they'll expect you to promote it on yeah. your social media. I'm not um, working like that. I will give you legit value if, yeah. if you want to grow your personal brand. Yeah. If not, buy my shit because it's fucking awesome. My right. gear is the highest of quality. I didn't cut any corners. People fucking love my gear. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that, that shows. But say someone who's not in... Uh, like the realm of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and stuff like that. Do you yep. have any advice for them? Growing pages? Yeah. Dude, there's all kinds of ways you can do it. Um, a lot of people pay for these uh, auto-commenters. Like promotions and Yeah, stuff like they'll comment and like on other people's shit. I've never done that. I'm yeah. not a big fan of it because it... When people catch on, it just looks really spammy. Yeah. One thing that I did a lot at the beginning, I followed all kinds of people in my related field. Mm -hmm. And um, typically, I'll keep them. So, like, I have people that I've followed since, like, I started Instagram mm -hmm. that I don't know them. I don't know if they follow me back or not, mm -hmm. but I like their content. It's yeah. actually similar what happened with Nash. Yeah. I, I keep coming back to Nash. He's a fucking fun follow. Yeah, and he, like, he I just watch his shit. He's interactive. He will listen to this. I think he has like 2,300 yeah. followers now. You know, and like he's one of those genuinely, I'm happy I followed that dude. Mm -hmm. So if you post a fuck ton of selfies, I'll probably unfollow you. Whether yeah, or not you follow me back, you might think it's spam. I don't care. For sure. If you post a bunch of shit that I'm not interested in, I'll unfollow you. Yep. But if you have content that I actually like, I'm going to keep you on Instagram. Yeah, for sure. You know, For because sure. I like it. That's part of the fucking enjoyment of scrolling through, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, like, follows and trying to get people to follow you back, that shit works. Uh, going to targeted hashtags and liking. That's something I, I've been doing. Yeah, like, like, um, like the shit. Maybe they'll follow you. Or, yeah, like, maybe. genuinely fucking comment on shit and be, like, real about it, you know? Yeah. A lot of my comments are just triple flame. 
I triple yeah, flame I, I the see fuck that. out of shit. I, and I steal it on some things. And, I and do I'm that not, too. like, that's not a spam bot, man. That's me. Yeah, and if you ever sure. don't believe me, I'll, I'll fucking call me out on it, and I'll comment right underneath. Like, I'm yeah. not I'm not a dick. I just, when I like something, I just fucking triple flame it. Yeah. And that way you know, like, I legitimately seen it. You think it's fire. I like it. It's yeah. fucking fire, For man. Sure. It's my number one used emoji. Yeah. But yeah, like followbacks, that, that'll build up an audience. Uh, finding hashtags that you like. Going through the follower list of pages you like. Yeah. And liking them, liking their pages, really reaching out to people. Yeah. Uh, messaging people when they follow you or when you follow them. It seems weird, like sliding into people's DMs, but... If you're like ask, asking them questions about posts and shit, it's it's not that big of a deal. Sure. Or even like like uh, mentioning people on your story. Yeah, tagging like people, shit yeah. like that works. For sure, you know? absolutely. So yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I I mean I I will take any of the secondhand knowledge yep. I can get because I'm. Well, I'm here, look, trying. someone. There's uh, Duck Jitsu wearing the happenstance blood nice. spat. Yeah, awesome. That's one of my blood pressure ones. Awesome. And yeah, I don't know these people. Yeah, that's great. That's good stuff. <laughs> and uh, to Dan, I'm no BJJ expert, but I think the supernatural survival gear rash guard on Duck Jitsu really swung this match for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely had an influence Boom, on him. Boom, yeah. one by knee bar. And right now, I'm going to double click this bitch, and then I'm going to like and share it. Boom, done. Perfect. You know? Excellent. Yep. So there you go, buy your shit. Buy my shit. Do it. It's good for you. Yeah, so that was one of the questions. Okay, read off some of your questions. Um, from Amateur Badass. I, man, I like this dude. Yeah, I like him too. You're going to like this. He's uh, the one who asks all the wicked questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, why don't you and Kent realize you have accents thicker than a stripper's butt? Ooh. Man, I embrace this shit. Yeah. I like it. But I, I can understand where people are elsewhere, far, far from Sydney, Nova Scotia, which is at the end of fucking Canada, basically. Mm -hmm. To hear us speak, it must be very, very strange. Yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What, like, what's your take on that? I would like to hear my accent from someone else's ears. Is that what you just said? It, well, yeah, I guess so. Like, imagine... Yeah, yeah, imagine for sure. Imagine not, like, <clears throat> just having a fresh take and listening to your own access, or your own accent through someone else's ears. Like, yeah, I'd, for sure. That'd be yeah, interesting. It, it's certainly interesting. Awesome question. I... I think it's great. Yes, one on mine too. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Hold on, I have to go back to mine because I was just about to share that. I'll share that duck jitsu one later. Kay. I fucking love duck jitsu. All right, let's see. Q and A. Newest first. It's amazing people listening. Here we go. Uh, you're a busy person who got lots of different shit to balance. What are some things you do to make sure you're staying present in all aspects of life, romantically, with family, hobbies? Basically, how do you stay on top of everything? I that's fantastic. That's and a great I, question. I man. actually gave, um, well, a mini speech on this yesterday to a 15-year-old, one of my students, Adam Bot, about being present. I'm incredibly present. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. I, uh, I try to be incredibly present. Like, when I'm with my wife, when I'm with my kids... I don't want to be spaced out. I don't yeah. want to be somewhere else. I'm not the kind of guy who takes all kinds of pictures mm -hmm. when I'm at and when I'm places. Like, you don't see a lot of family pictures with me. You don't see yeah. a lot of fucking shit like that. Deanna actually has to remind me to take pictures yeah. of things that are happening because I, I'm very present. I want to see with my own eyes. Yeah. Um, I enjoy that time with my kids. I want to see when Carly looks up at me smiling. Like, I want to see that. Yeah. I want to engage, right? So um, I, just, yeah, on, no, just on that, it, do you find your phone or now your two phones 
gets you distracted at all during the day. Not so much distracted because you're working. I understand you're working yeah. and, and you're out there hustling. Yeah. I appreciate that. I understand that. But does it ever come to the point where you might miss out on something because no, you're on your phone? No, and, and here's why. I do this thing that I call circles, circles of engagement. I, uh, I have my immediate circle, which is my, my family, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. my family, like that's people that if, and, and this is, hundred percent no offense to you because you're in my second circle. Right, right. You're in my like incredibly close friend circle. Of course. But if my brother called me and said, Kent, I gotta talk to you, I'd say, John, you're on your own. Oh, definitely. You Listen, know what it's I mean? Tuesday, man. It's fucking six forty five, but I gotta I, go. I'm... I have I have my family circle yeah. and that's my, my grandmother, my my parents, my brother, my my wife, my yeah. kids, my loved ones. Yeah. And right? it's it's likewise across the table, man. It's, if a, they it's the same want thing for me, me. I'm theirs. Yes. Definitely. And that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's non-negotiable. And then I have my, my friends and immediate family. Yeah. Well, you know, my friends and extended family. Right. So cousins, yeah. shit like that. If, if I'm close, like, yeah. cause I'm adopted. I understand that blood, that doesn't really mean anything. Right. You know? No, for so sure. So if I'm close with them, then they're in that, you're in that second circle. Right. Right. Yeah. And I make sure everybody knows the hierarchy of my life. Yeah. It's it's a very tiered system where it's fair because I say it is, yeah. and I don't care if you're unhappy with where yeah. you are. Yeah, for sure. And then I have like just general acquaintances. Yeah, and that's a fuck ton of people. Yeah, and then I have people I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, and they're and just it, yeah, like if somebody don't give a fuck about is like you know talking to me and I'm busy with somebody in one of the inner circles, I'll straight up ignore them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just it's just who I am. Yeah. And I make sure people know, like, I, I try to be very upfront about it. Mm-hmm. And, and then I do things like I'll set the fuse. So, like, if somebody that I don't want to be having a conversation is talking, I'll be like, listen, I only have two minutes. Yeah. I say that up front. Yeah. And then when I'm leaving, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, uh, I, I just try to be very upfront with everybody because my time is valuable to me. Yeah. Because I can make money during my time. Definitely, yeah. You know? And, yeah. um I think uh, spending time with my loved ones, spending time with you, yeah. I think that's just as valuable yeah. as money that can be made in that time. For sure. And then I always put price tags on things. Like, um, I- I'm very money-focused. I've always been very money-focused. Mm-hmm. And-, and it's weird. You know, like, I want to be super rich. I would like, when I make my first million, to give away half of it and then start over. Okay. Instantly, donate half the mill. Wow, this yeah. is new. No, it was just, I, I, I thought of it today while I was talking yeah. to somebody. That's interesting. I, I would like to do that. Where does that thought process come from? Fuck, why not? In no way no, am I, that's it, it, that's, in no that's way am I disagreeing. My, that, no, no, Jesus, I didn't think you were, but that's my thought process. Yeah, yeah. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Shit, I don't need it. I only want to make it because I want to meet the version of me that becomes a millionaire. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because and I'm, I'm similar in the sense that you, we don't need much. No. You don't spend money. Yeah. You know, like I'd have exactly what I need. Yeah, fuck, I'm good right now. Yeah, for sure. I am. That's I'm interesting. Good. That's noble, man. That's cool. Um, but yeah, that. man, like uh, that's pretty much it. Like I, I stay very true to my circles, and um, that's how I balance everything. Yeah. You know, like um, at the end of the day, people that are buying stuff from me, they've worked their way into the acquaintances circle. So yeah. if you message me and I have that time, I'm gonna spend time talking to you. Yeah. But if my wife needs me, my phone's off. Oh, yeah. You're gonna have to fucking wait. Yeah, exactly. But I'm usually very accessible. Oh yes. If my kids and my wife don't need me. Yep. And then it just it's it's all about circles, man. Yeah. All right, no, your turn. That's Question. interesting. Uh, what do we have here? We gotta bang through this because we're running very long. Oh no, sure, time. yeah. 
um, from Nash to Graham, the man. You the man. Uh, what's one of your favorite re- realizations about yourself through jiu-jitsu? Ooh. Shit, man. That I can get the fuck beat out of me by small people. Yeah, that. Um, never been so humbled in my life. Yep. Continuously. Because I grew up that guy, right? My br- I can't come from a... a, a, a I guess street fighting family, which is embarrassing <laughs> to say, but my brother fought all the time. I had that reputation. Um, and yeah, I was always fighting and, you know, getting shit and stuff like that. And then I joined jujitsu and everything changed. And um, the biggest realization for me is probably my ego. You know, I first joined a fresher to the police academy, 200 pounds, in tip top shape, thought I could take on the world. Fuck, I was wrong. Um, so I think it's an ego crusher. You either strive from it or you fail, one or the other. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my that's my take from it. Personally, what about you? Yeah, man. Just being humbled. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's bang through. I'll speed fucking okay, bang a few it, of them. Um, best way to advance in jiu-jitsu when you can't afford, honestly don't have time, transportation, consistency, training, in a coach setting, find a friend. And fucking or, watch YouTube, yeah, if, reps, try to make it happen each yeah, day. Yeah, if you have YouTube, that's... Yeah. Um, if you had to put together the BJJ Dream Team using only Instagram page admins, who would it be? Fuck. Uh, BJJ, BJJ Empire is a black belt. BJJ Mojo is a black belt. Mm-hmm. Grappling Planet is uh, King Jitsu. He's mm-hmm. a black belt. There's three right there. Yeah. Uh, Viral Jitsu, I think that's a brown belt. Okay. Yeah, so there, and then me, I'll jump in just so I can roll with those killers. Definitely, man, why not? <laughs> uh, I like this one, North South Jiu-Jitsu. Did you meet your wife because of Jiu-Jitsu, or was it a forced marriage? <laughs> I, I met my wife at a, a UFC party. She was making fun of me because I was the only person watching the UFC. Yeah, that's and it funny, was, hey? it was in a different province. We were in Alberta, but we're on the same yearbook page. So we went to the same high school. We didn't know each other here. Like, well, That's we've wild. seen each other. Yeah, it's fucking random as shit. Super random. Uh, what's your favorite noodle dish? Anything spicy? Spicy as fuck. Yeah. What's your opinion on butt scooting? I butt scoot. Yeah. I, I pull fucking all kinds of guard. Yeah. Um, here, purple stuff. He always asks. Yeah, he got good shit. What, what have you found were the biggest obstacles to grappling growth personally and with your students? If possible, give personal examples of how you overcame it. Uh, nobody likes losing to lower belts. No. Even me. I don't like it. Um, It makes you work harder, but at the same time, when you're caught, you're caught. Yeah. Uh, Just fucking suck it up, man. Like, people always say, leave your ego at the door, and it it usually never happens. If you start losing to someone of a lower belt, you'll be like, oh, well, I was only flow rolling or this or that. It's going to happen. You're going to lose. I think once you put those excuses aside, though, then you're fucking laughing. That's that big personal growth. That's Uh, the thing. One example for me, we had a guy named Minnie. And uh, he was just a killer. He was always a killer. And we did an in-host tournament, and it was me and him for gold, and he tapped me mm-hmm. in front of, like, a live audience. Yeah. So uh, I don't care. It happens. Yeah. And he, I got, like, fucking 50 pounds on him. Yeah. You know, so there's a personal example. If How anything, I overcame it, I just fucking realized, like, it's not always going to be your day. Yeah. Right? You're going to lose to people. And if anything, it made you better. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. I'm just scrolling through. I have one from uh, Pan- ahead, Panda's yeah. Odyssey. Nice. From Robert Barker. Love that uh, what are your thoughts on chairs and matches in the new IBJJF one match? Oh, fuck, yeah. Um, that guy let himself get carried away, and when you let yourself get carried away, 
in the age of the internet, you yeah. face the repercussions. Yeah. And that means you're going to be crucified by a mob of people. 20 yeah. years ago, that would have just been whatever, and then people would talk about it or, now. Or a buddy would have got beat up. Yeah, you fucking like, fucking Back in the day, the, yeah, man. you know, I mean, the guy that overreacted was a black belt, a gym owner. Yeah. The guy, he was overreacting because perhaps a white belt, you know, got carried away in a celebration. Or maybe because this guy lost. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Anyway, I think there's no fucking room for chairs in there. It's not the WWE. No. Um, I think it's kind of embarrassing, but hey, life goes on. Thanks, yep, that's thanks, it. Panda. Yeah. Uh, besides what you wear, what do you find is the biggest difference between gi and no gi BJJ? I like that. Besides what you wear, just so nobody could be like a douche about. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grips for sure. Okay. I, I look at gi and no gi as the yin and the yang. Um, in no gi, it's harder to get good grips, so it really works on your control of the posture, control of the body. Yeah. And uh, you got to get good at working with fast, working with sweat. And then gi, you can be really slow and methodical. So in gi, you really have to work on your escapes because the other person has more grips, more control. Yeah. So your escapes have to be perfect technique. Where in no gi, sometimes you might be able to just escape via sweat, via speed. Yeah. So um, the fact that, and this this is just my take on it, in gi, you fine-tune everything because the grips make it slower and harder, so you have to be technically sound escaping. And in no gi, it's easier to escape, so you have to fine-tune your attacks to mm -hmm. be technically sound to make it harder for the person to escape. So when both are done together, gi gives you mm -hmm. exceptional defense and uh, the ability to understand positioning and no gi gives you exceptional finishing yep. because you have to be good at controlling people and finishing them without the same grips yeah that, that being said wasn't there a rule here for years in the club that if you're not a blue belt you're not fighting amateur mma yeah that way you're not you know you're not out there because i think the gi complements not only Nogi, but especially MMA. I think yep. if you see, I wouldn't let anybody fight amateur MMA until they got at least to their blue belt. Yep. Yep. And that's why we had such good fighters. So. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Opinions on pineapple on pizza. Fucking disgusting. I would do it. I just don't care. I, I put some fucked up shit on my pizza. I have just a quick story. I, I was young. It's Hussie's fault. Walked into a parody. I was like 17. He handed me a, a, a thermos. What was in that thermos was a pint of vodka. I say a pint. What I really mean, guys, is a pint. Mm. A pint of vodka and pineapple juice. I chugged the whole thing, got deathly ill. Now I can't even stand the smell of pineapple. So. Pineapple fucked you. Yeah, pineapple fucking bent me That's over, cool. bro. Um, just real fast here. Uh, just purple stuff. <laughs> uh, top five fights, no particular order. order. MMA, boxing, Muay Thai, whatever. I'm going to stick with MMA because it's my number one, man. Yep. It is. It's yep. my niche. Uh, number five, John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson. Nice. Number four, Dan Henderson versus Shogun Hua. Nice. Number three, Diego Sanchez, Gilbert Melendez. Uh, number two, I got two fights tied for this. Both Eddie Alvarez and Michael Chandler fights. Nice. Both yep. incredible fights. Yep. Number one, Roy McDonald versus Robbie Lawler, too. Oh, Excellent. Nice. There's my top five. Thank you, Spurple Stuff. Uh, best all-around grappler for you and reasons why, American or otherwise. Uh, I actually like Roberto Satoshi D'Souza. Yeah, you always like him. Yeah, in, in Gi, he, uh, he has a really awesome game. Reverse Deliva, Flying Triangles. Uh, yeah. He's really fun. His yeah. highlight reels are awesome. Yeah. Uh, how many times is it appropriate to punch a person if he asks, uh, what if he does this while you're teaching? Fuck, man, don't stop. Just keep punching till they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. 
Murder, yeah. murder punch. Yeah, like you just keep punching until they no longer make noises. Yeah. Because that fucking shit is annoying. Definitely. It's jujitsu, man. There's always counters. Definitely. Counters to the counters to the counters to the Definitely. counters. You just keep punching until there's no fucking noises. Yeah, no face left. Yeah. Uh, true till death match. Oh, uh, great. Do you both think that there is a drop-off of white-slash-blue belts from BJJ because there is an inherent stigma that comes with that level of BJJ player through memes, YouTube videos, and comments that poke fun at their inability or geeky enthusiasm? Hmm. That's fucking in-depth. Um, I don't think... I, I think it's the internet, man. I think there's shit on the internet that you can't, like, get to you. Yeah. If you let it get to you, then I think you might have already lost. You know what I mean? Like, yep. everyone has different personalities. Everyone takes shit differently. I don't think it has that much effect. No. I now, I, I say that. I'm sorry. I say that on a personal level. I'm sure there's people feeling. I'm not saying what you're feeling is wrong. I'm just saying my own personal opinion, I don't mm. think. Go ahead. My personal opinion is uh, it takes so long to get a blue belt in jiu-jitsu that yep. most people make that the goal. And then when they reach the goal, they lose motivation because black belts seem so far away course so like you see people that make black belt their goal and then they stay forever yeah even if you make purple belt your goal you'll pretty much stay forever but when yeah. you make blue belt your goal you get the blue and then you're like fuck well i'm a blue belt now. yeah i'm good now yeah I, that's what i've seen yeah no and i mean yeah. i can i can definitely vote for that I'm, wrist I'm, locks great submission or the greatest submission fuck greatest for sure yeah. wrist locking people is so satisfactory uh, how important are hooks? Fuck. Hooks are everything, man. I'm all like, about those hooks. Hooks from back? Hooks from everywhere. Underhooks? Yeah, I'm Balls bad on hooks. hooks. I love hooks. Man. Thoughts on the new Eddie Cummings DVD? Oh, man. Did you watch it? Not yet. No, no I, I can't wait. Either. I didn't watch it yet either. I didn't watch Dan Harris I either. watched one thing from the Eddie Cummings, and it was, like, awesome. Yeah. I actually used it today. Cool. Yeah. That's the, fun. The knee line thing. Yeah, it was beautiful. I let Cody get me into... Don't let Cody know that. Okay. I let Cody get me into a DPL hook so I could try to do it, and it worked. It's so cool. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's Eddie fun. Cummings is fucking bearded fucking amazing. That's fun. Um, Tiger's a geek. When rolling with a way bigger opponent who's fit and skilled, Bastards. how do you guys like to attack and defend? Oh, I constantly just try to get on top. Constantly. It yeah. It sucks being below them. Uh, if I can get on top, gravity is no longer on their side. Yeah. And that's always my game. I fucking hate being below big guys. Yeah. A lot of people are okay with it. Me, not so much. No, Can't I, stand it. Um, I have a hard time getting smothered down there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, with a fellow like Hussey, man, I just try and scramble. Same thing, get on top, do yep. my best. <laughs> yep, that's it. Try my best not to get murdered. Yeah. I think I have one more question. Okay. I didn't even check my Facebook question, so they'll be pushed to next week. But I like this one. Supernatural Survival Team for Quintet. Who and why? <laughs> That's wicked. Oh, wow. So I get to pick five people. Sure. Um, I, uh, ah, fuck, I don't know. Gary Tonin, Oliver Tazza, uh, me, so I could roll with them. Yeah. Just so I could be on the team. And, and compete. Uh, Jake McKenzie and Roberto Satoshi D'Souza. Yeah. Boom. And then uh, Shinya Aoki would be my alternate. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. And that's just like quick, like uh, yeah, off that's the top just, of my head. I, yeah. I read that and then I spent no time thinking about it because I, I wanted to get here and try to blast them out just like. Yeah. Yeah, for you know? sure. Just off the top of your head. Yeah. See, like with those top five fights, I I seen the question earlier and I was like, oh, man, there's so many. Yeah. I like so many of them. 
Um, and I even had like a whole honorable mentions list and stuff, <laughs> nice. but we won't get into that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're almost out of time, but that's, yeah. that's for another day. Well, that's good. You got nothing else? No, no more? No, fuck it. We're like, we're at the time anyway. That's so. excellent, man. Th- Let's call it. It's yeah. just Thank around. you, everyone, for the questions, as always. Yep. Kent, it's been fun, as always. Always. I'm Jan. He's Kent. This is Jan and Kent's Excellent Adventure. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks again. Later. Later.